Today's scripture reading is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 2 to 10. I know a person in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that such a person, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. Was caught up into paradise and heard things that that are not to be told, that no mortal is permitted to repeat. On behalf of such a, such a one, I will boast, but on my own behalf, I will not boast, except of my weaknesses. But if I wish to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will be speaking the truth, but I refrain from it, so that no one may think better of me than what is seen in me or heard from me, even considering the exceptional character of the revelations. Therefore, to keep me from being too elated, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it would leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. So I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, then I am strong. This is the word of the Lord. I see life very interesting. I'm not saying that it is good or pleasant necessarily, just interesting. Uh, life is never either this or that. Life is often both this and that. Life circumstances are never either good or bad. Life circumstances are both good and bad. If there are laughters, then there are tears. St. Paul experienced uh, going to the third heaven. We don't know exactly what he was talking about. What is third heaven? But he, that experience was fantastic. Uh, out of world kind of uh, experience. He himself said, I'm not sure, I don't know whether I was in the body or out of the body. So it was a tremendously high spiritual uh, experience uh, he had. Not many of us experience of going to third heaven while we live on this earth. But that's not the end of the story. The Bible is like that. That's not the end of the story. And then that's not main story uh, either. Soon God gave him thorn in the flesh. Actually, it's not God who gave him thorn uh, in the flesh, but God allowed Satan to give thorn uh, in the flesh of St. Paul. And that this uh, thorn bothered him tremendously. He was tormented. Now, he just experienced paradise uh, in his spiritual high. Then soon, he experienced 
the bottom, the lowest point of his spiritual life by being tormented by Satan, uh, the flesh, uh, the thorn in the flesh. So we realize that life is either this or that. Life is always both this and that. People are like that. People are never either good or bad. People are both good and bad. We cannot paint a person as bad person or good person because they consist both of good and bad. But we like to uh, paint the reality with one color. Uh, if it is just one color, it is easier to understand, easier to grasp, and easier to control. So we paint the reality with one color, but as you look at the reality honestly and carefully, you realize that the reality is a combination of many different colors. And a spiritual spirituality or spiritual journey is to embrace all colors of our reality and be thankful in all circumstances. Embrace all colors and be thankful in all circumstances. Do you want to know what the secret of happiness is? I found the secret of happiness. And you want me to tell you? Yes or no? It's very expensive. I'm telling you for free. The secret of happiness, I realize, is that you never expect life to be this or that, but to accept both this and that. Never expect life should be this way. If you don't have that expectation, then you'll be happy. Just accept both this and that. But many unhappiness comes from, oh, life should be this way, and if life is not this way, I'm not happy. If you continuously insist on that, then you will never experience happiness in life. As I shared at the retreat, if there is rain, there will be sunshine. If there is rain, there will be sunshine. Both, accept both rain and sunshine. Our issue of life is not whether life is this or that. Our issue with life is that whether I can survive through the situation I am in, whether life situation is this or not, or that. The issue is whether I can survive through the situation that I am in right now. Mary Jo Letty uh, said in her book, Radical Gratitude, that being grateful is the secret of life. And gratitude is the most radical attitude towards life. And this is what she said about gratitude. 
In gratitude, the vicious cycle of dissatisfaction with life is broken, and we begin anew in the recognition of what we have rather than what we don't have, in the acknowledgement of who we are rather than in the awareness of who we are not. We are not happy not because of our life circumstances, my friends. We are not happy because of our attitude towards our circumstances. Do you understand? We are not happy because life situation is a certain way. It is because of our attitude towards certain situation of our life, we become very unhappy. Right after experiencing the third heaven, the spiritual high, St. Paul experienced the spiritual low. He was thrown down into the bottom of his spirituality. He just wanted to remain as spiritual high. So with relative confidence, you know, when you're spiritually high, you have spiritual confidence. With relative confidence, he approached God and prayed, thinking that, yeah, when I pray, I can even remove mountain with that kind of confidence. When you're spiritually high, you, you have that kind of uh, spiritual confidence. So he approached God and prayed three times. That does not mean, you know, you know Bible is a figurative. That, doesn't mean, that does not mean that Bob, Paul prayed only three times. You know, that means Paul prayed as much as he could. I mean, would you think that Paul just, okay, once, twice, three times, done. No, he prayed as much as possible he prayed with confidence, with spiritual high. But somehow, surprisingly, God did not answer him. God did not take out the thorn in the flesh. Sometimes in your life, with your logic, with your brain, you think that this is the best, and you prayed, but God does not listen. That's what St. Paul experienced. He thought that with, with, with the absence of thorn in the flesh, without thorn, I can do much better with my ministry for you, for God, and everything. So he thought that this is the best, that thorn be removed. So he prayed three times. But God did not take away the thorn. When God does not listen to your prayer that you desire the most, the prayer that in your brain is most reasonable and uh, good, and God still does not give you, grant that prayer. What do you do? You give up? You give up praying, you give up believing in God, you give up spirituality. Paul experienced that God did not answer his prayer, but that was not the end of it. He got this message, and the message is, my grace is sufficient unto you. My grace is sufficient for you.
What is God doing here? God was teaching Paul to learn to accept all his life situations, whether with a thorn or without the thorn. God taught Paul to live with not only with good situation, but also with bad situation too. God taught Paul the only thing we need in this world or in our life is this. Only thing that we need. What is this? Come on. What is that only thing that we need? Paul is saying. Huh? Yes. Grace. That's the only thing that you need in your life. Everything else is extra. Everything else is bonus. When everything runs out, but if the grace is still operating in you, then you can survive. That grace is the most important thing. Beyond that, if you have wealth, that's a bonus. If you have good children, it's a bonus. If you have a beautiful boyfriend or girlfriend, that's a bonus. If you have beautiful children, if you have health, that's a bonus. But the only thing that we need in our life is grace. St. Paul discovered that grace is sufficient for you. St. Paul learned this secret and that your power does not come from your power. Your power comes when you're powerless. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your power does not come from your power. Your power comes when your power is gone. This is what he said. My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. In other words, power is made perfect in powerlessness. When you're powerless, then you experience real power. When you feel powerful, that powerfulness may not be the true powerfulness that we need in, in this world. The true powerfulness is when we feel totally powerless, we experience the true power that doesn't come today and disappear tomorrow. The kind of power that we live is the kind of power that exists today but disappears tomorrow. But the power Paul is talking about is a power that lasts forever with you. And that power is God's power. And through his weaknesses, he experiences the true power of God. Unless you are stripped off of all your powers, you won't see the power of God working in you. When you're totally vulnerable, 
That's when you experience the true power of God in your life. The stars shine brighter in the darkness. In the same way, God's power shines brighter in your dark night of the soul. When you go through tremendous darkness, that, that's when you experience the true power. We are so scared that I want to have power. I want to have power of popularity, fame, money, wealth, and all those things. I want to have this power because without this power, I cannot survive. So you live with this power, being scared that someday it might go away. But when you let go, when that is taken away from you, Sometimes, that's when you experience the true power that is operating in you, and that gives you true confidence in your life. That's why St. Paul could boast about his weaknesses. This is what he said. So I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. He tasted the power of Christ. So he doesn't boast about his power. Rather, he boasts about his weaknesses because in those weaknesses, he experienced the power of Christ. I hope that all of you become the people who experience the power of Christ. I hope that all of you live People become the people who live with the power of Christ dwelling in you. Rather than power that you accumulated. The power just disappears, evaporates. It can be instantly. This morning in Dreamcastle service, when I was doing, when uh, Reverend Chang, that's why Reverend Chang is not here. Reverend Chong was doing a communion. I got a message from Reverend Son, the member of our congregation who was in the hospital. He was healthy until yesterday. Fine. Uh, and then I got a news that he passed away this morning. He was in the hospital. He wanted to have worship with us at the same time. And then he sat and drank something, and after that, he passed away. Fragility of life. Vulnerability of life. The power we hold on to doesn't last forever. When I said that, all members in the congregation about his age, all his friends, they were just totally shocked. Everything that we hold on to in this world can be taken away just like that. I hope that we all, all of us, experience the power of Christ that never departs from you. And then we live with this grace of God 
operating in you. Grace of God. When this grace of God operates in you, you know what happens? You are being content. You're being content. I told you at the retreat, the complainers, don't complain about people. Complainers, you are the problem. You are the problem. When we are spirit, when we experience the spirituality, we learn to be content in whatever circumstances, good or bad, well-fed or hungry. Because even in your weakness, God's power will be manifested. Experience. Don't have doctrinal faith. Have faith that experiences the power of Christ. Put down your traditional faith and experience the power of Christ dwelling in you. But many times, when you hold on to your power, you will not experience that power that much. Only when you let that go. And let yourself completely immersed in the grace of God. Everything else is bonus. Being content. And be thankful. When you know that power in the life situation where it tries to shrink you down, you will come out standing tall. May the power of Christ dwell in your life. Let us sing together. This is a song that we sang uh, at the retreat. I never want anything in my life to take your place. I never want to live by any other grace. What we are longing is God and God's power. For those who are going through dark time in your life, vulnerable time in your life, for those who are experiencing total inconfidence and lack of confidence in your life, don't be scared. That's when God's power may be manifested. You will experience the true power of God. Silence. Without realizing it, have we followed other graces rather than the grace of God? We have followed other things? Have we forgotten that grace is sufficient for us in our lives? Let us pray that God may fill us with His grace.